Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle, and this episode is dedicated to you if you feel like you're not enough. If you have just felt like you are not worthy of some of the good things in your life, if you feel like you don't know whether or not you're worthy enough to manifest something, or if you just feel like you are not good enough because of things people have said to you or the way you feel like you've been kind of portrayed in society and you feel kind of misunderstood, this episode is for you. I have no plans in this episode. This is absolutely a heart to heart. So I have no idea if this is going to resonate. Let's see what comes through. But my message to you is, this is what I would want to hear if I'm in that state of feeling like I'm not enough, is that although it feels like probably one of the worst, heaviest feelings ever, when you feel like you're not enough, it is so much more of a judgment and an attack on ourselves in a way of being so self-critical that we think it's there to serve us, when in reality, it's just hurting us. It has nothing to do with other people. I think we love to use that. I think our egos love to use that as an excuse. I think our egos love to say, well, that person told me this, and this person told me that, and this happened, or I didn't get that job, or I didn't, I don't know, finish as valedictorian, whatever it is that you're kind of equating to you not being enough, I just want to acknowledge that it is all so false by you being here, listening to this episode, being alive and breathing. You are important. You are enough. You are worthy of taking up that space. And ultimately, it is up to us. It is up to us if we want to step into that knowing, step into that worthiness, or if we want to keep rejecting it. And It's one of those situations where it feels like the world is watching us, but ultimately we are our harshest critics. And if you can just give yourself permission to accept that, maybe you are being a little too hard on yourself. We can actually start to shift that around so easily. One thing that I recently started to understand is that worthiness and enoughness is more than anything a choice. It is a decision it doesn't actually change how you feel. When I first heard of this concept of you need to feel more worthy, you need to feel more enough, I thought I would feel different on the inside out. I thought the way I would show up would feel differently immediately. Like I thought I would notice such a drastic difference. But the reason it actually feels the exact same is because our innate qualities, like we are born worthy, we are born being more than enough. 
So that is actually home. That is very neutral. That is very natural. And so when things feel natural, they actually feel kind of nonchalant. You don't really notice them. You don't think of them because it comes naturally. So I feel like we search for this feeling of worthiness, this feeling of enoughness, when you probably realistically will never actually feel it unless you're looking back and reflecting. You might not feel it in that moment. And it's actually kind of supposed to be that way. It is part of who you are and who you are shouldn't feel any different. It should feel very natural. And by feeling natural, you consciously won't notice it. So that's kind of where in manifestation, the conscious effort we're putting in, the self-improvement work we're putting in, we want to see those results. We want to just feel those results and see those shifts. But this is one of those shifts that you won't actually see or feel because it'll probably feel so neutral and so normal that it will feel like another day. So kind of to appease this kind of feeling like, I don't feel like I'm worthy. I feel like I'm not good enough. We unfortunately put ourselves in a very victim mindset. We feel like life is happening to us and this is not to call you out. This is something I feel time and time again, no matter how much work I do, it's so easy to kind of choose that frame of thought, choose that kind of stream of consciousness when switching to the other side is just a choice. One situation can happen and you have two ways of thinking about it. You have a way of thinking, oh, this didn't happen to me because I'm not enough or this didn't happen to me because I'm worthy of way better. They're saying very similar things. You're interpreting the exact same situation, but one goes on the stream of I'm not worthy and one goes on the stream of I know I'm worthy and that's just how I am. So worthiness is not this big moment Sorry, I said that so weird. (laughs) I'm not even going to edit it out. So worthiness is not this big moment in your life that you're going to be like, yep, I snap into it. I feel worthy. It's actually just a state of being that's very natural to you and so natural that when you step into it, you probably won't even notice it consciously. Subconsciously, you'll feel shifts. And a really good way to actually see if you're kind of on that thought pattern is if you just notice that things kind of are starting to fall into place a little bit easier, things feel a little bit less sticky. And I think I've given this analogy very recently before, but it's like, it feels like you're hitting all the green lights. You're not stopping. You're just kind of in that flowy state. You're not kind of stopping and then starting back on stopping. It's not that jerky journey. It's a very smooth and flowy kind of velvety journey rather than very like abrupt and up and down and rigid. That's one way to know if you are actually emitting that frequency because your life is happening as a response to that. Another thing I want to share with you is please take off the pressure that you feel to experience and feel worthy in order to manifest. I was actually talking to someone and they were like, hey, did you feel worthy before you manifested things? And I felt neutral for most of my manifestations. I felt fine whether or not it's going to happen because I knew, and another version of worthiness is, I know I'm going to be okay with or without it. That is a version of worthiness because your mental sanity and your state of being isn't nearly as affected by a certain manifestation. So I knew I was going to be good with or without it. And I wasn't putting a lot of pressure on it. But one thing I don't think I felt absolutely worthy of meeting Tom for actually very, very candidly. When I first met him, I was like, oh, he is way too good for me. I also experienced a lot of complexities that I didn't even know I had. I literally was so 
like insecure that I was darker than him. I mean, I grew up in Indian culture, fairness and darkness is such a big thing, especially on our identities. So I didn't even think that that actually bothered me, but wow, it totally bothered me. I was so insecure. And I told him that I was like, you're not going to understand this because you didn't grow up with this, but I do have an insecurity or I'm feeling like insecure about the fact that I am darker than you and you are lighter than me. And he was like, wow, I would have never thought that. Like that thought would have never crossed my mind. He was like, I love your skin tone, all of these things. And it's just so interesting because that was a moment of me feeling unworthy, even though I was with my soulmate and he literally was telling me how much he loved me, I still felt unworthy. So there are very many situations where you actually do not have to feel worthy because you innately are worthy. I want to repeat that because I think that's an important point. So I think a lot of people in the manifestation world say you need to feel worthy before you can manifest it. And I'm sure I've actually said that before too, but the more and more I understand, I think that's actually false. By existing, by being a human, by being who you are, no matter what you do, you are worthy, you are enough. And so you don't have to, even if you don't realize it, you're still able to manifest without actually feeling and knowing it. Hi, beautiful friend. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I wanted to hit pause for 15 seconds and share with you about my spiritual membership I created to help you raise your vibration and manifest with ease. I created Affirm It so you can have access to all, and I really mean all of the spiritual tools you need to step into your higher self and watch your dreams manifest with ease. If you're really ready to dive into your spirituality and connect with your highest self, I invite you to join the Affirm It membership. More details are in the show notes if you're interested. And now let's jump back in. You can create that knowing um, through kind of affirmations and reprogramming work. You can create that knowing, but because it feels so natural to us, you might not even notice the difference. So in the split second that a manifestation does show up in your life, you probably did tap into the state of worthiness, but you didn't even realize it. It wasn't a conscious effort. It was so effortless because it was just part of who you are and you were just being your authentic self. You were just being the beautiful, worthy, and more than enough human that you are, that it didn't feel different. It felt so effortless. And I think that's the key to understanding what worthiness and enoughness feels like. It feels effortless. You shouldn't have to put pressure on it. And you don't have to consciously feel it 24-7. It's honestly just a fact that who you are, exactly as you are, is enough is worthy. You don't have to prove it to anyone. You don't have to prove to the universe that you know it. You don't have to prove to yourself. You just have to step into the knowing that you already have been this entire time. I think it's such a nuanced way of looking at worthiness and enoughness. And I think that these concepts are such big concepts that we feel like they're very abstract, airy terms. But It's actually just who you are. And so whenever you feel, whenever that kind of self-doubt does creep in of, am I enough? Who am I to have this desire? Why is this happening to me? And you're starting to doubt your enoughness. You're starting to doubt your worthiness. You're starting to feel shame or guilt. Just remind yourself that even if I don't feel it, even if I can't comprehend it, that's just who I am. 
I am enough just because I'm here. I am worthy just because I'm here. Just because of who I am, I am an innately good person. And reminding yourself that it's okay for me not to feel it. It's okay for me to not know it and feel so kind of confident of your worthiness because that can be a more forceful approach. And then we're kind of focusing on the wrong things. But if you can keep reminding yourself of it, even if consciously you struggle to feel it sometimes, the way I have felt my worthiness really step up is when I reflect. So this is why I feel like self-reflection and just allowing yourself to sit in thought is so important because while we're on our manifestation journeys, while we're kind of in the process of manifesting things or doing your meditation practice or doing your spiritual practice, I feel like we are doing it for the sake of something. Most of the time, we are doing it for the sake of something, whether it's for the sake of routine, for the sake of receiving a manifestation, for the sake of feeling inner peace. There is a return that we're getting on that investment, basically. Sorry to make it really financial sounding, but there is a return on your time investment. And it doesn't actually feel like anything is shifting. You don't notice these shifts because they're so subtle. You'll notice them when the big shifts start to happen. And when you look back on it, you'll be like, whoa, that was when I was starting to step into my knowing, that little shift. I wasn't as triggered by a comment someone made about my appearance because I knew my worthiness regardless of how they feel about how I look. And you can start to see those patterns And when you can observe yourself through the light that we observe others, like on social media, we love observing others and we build up these stories about other people. Even if we don't know them, we build up, oh, they must feel like they're worthy or I think they're worthy because look at them, look at all their successes or their accolades. So we build up these stories when we kind of reflect and analyze other people. But what I really want you to do is as you go forward with this, reflect and analyze yourself, reflect the good things, acknowledge the good things and celebrate those good things, but also look at them through the lens of, whoa, I probably did feel worthy and I was worthy because that did come in. So what's the story I keep telling myself? This is in a way how I self-coach and how I self-question to continuously challenge my beliefs because the worthiness and the self-doubt and self-criticism and imposter syndrome, those types of feelings don't ever really go away. We just become really good at navigating them and not making them mean that much about us. We're really good at separating that that's just a recurring thought pattern and the other is actually just who I am. So you'll be able to start to distinguish that. This is kind of going on the question when a lot of people ask, how do I stop my negative thoughts? To be so honest with you, they won't stop. It is not meant to stop. Your negative thoughts serve a biological function to keep you safe, to keep you critically thinking. So your negative thoughts aren't ever going to go away. They might quiet, so they might feel less heavy. They might feel less big. They might feel less important, but they won't go away. There's going to be a negative thought. There's going to be a positive thought. That is the law of polarity. But through your own discernment, you'll be able to start choosing and naturally focusing on those more positive or uplifting or empowering thoughts more often than the negative thoughts because that's just becoming normal for you. That's just becoming who you are and habitual for you. But those negative thoughts are still there. For example, we'll go through situations, right? Um, I don't know. I can't really think of a good example, but say someone gets in a car accident, okay? 
there is going to be the negative thought pattern of, oh my gosh, are they okay? Assuming this person was okay and it was just a little bit of an offender bender, right? You just do a little love tap and all is good, but it is still an accident, right? But some people might say, oh my gosh, they got an accident. Are you okay? I'm so glad you're safe. That is still a little bit of a fear-based kind of lack. Like, who am I? Why did I get into this accident? What did I do wrong? Why did this happen to me? That thought pattern is one. The other thought pattern is maybe this little mini accident was preventing me and saving me from a bigger accident. Maybe this little mini accident was a reality check that I needed to feel more gratitude. So I'm going to learn from this. Maybe this was a reminder for me to be more present. Whatever it is, there are two different thought patterns and you can find gratitude, appreciation, worthiness, and enoughness in really bad situations, but You can also find them in really good situations. So a lot of the times we feel like worthiness and enoughness are only paired with good things, traditionally good things. But I challenge you when bad things are happening, right? Rejection is redirection. When bad things are happening, traditionally bad, not bad because we think they're bad, but just traditionally societally labeled as bad. When those things are happening, you don't have to define it or label it as an piece of evidence that you're not worthy or you're not enough. You can choose to allow that to be actually a symbol of your worthiness and enoughness, that you are meant for something better. You were protected from something worse happening and you were protected from a really bad life experience when this was something you could handle because you did come out the other side safe and okay. So these are very, very touchy kind of topics because our self-worth our enoughness is so heavily tied to our identity and who we think we are. And so it's very easy for me to chat about this, of course, but also putting it into practice, I understand, is hard. It is not normal for us. But if you take away one thing from this episode, my invitation to you is to think of stepping into your worth and enoughness as a neutral remembering rather than a positively charged creation. Both are good. Neither are bad. But if you can think of worthiness and enoughness as just a neutral state of being, it's just you remembering who you really are, rather than you're so excited, you're doing it with great intentions in order to create something good. I think there's actually so much more power in the neutral remembering than the positive creation. So try it from that approach. See how it feels. Even if you're doing the same things, saying the same affirmations, listening to the same guided meditation, try experiencing and remembering worthiness and enoughness as just a part of who you are. And don't try and label a feeling. The only way we can find that feeling, I think, is through reflection because I do think hindsight is twenty twenty. I think that is so true and especially on the healing journey. So if you feel like you can't recall worthiness or enoughness, grab your journal and just reflect. You'll be so surprised as to what comes up. I hope this episode was helpful and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you could rate, interview the podcast, and share it on your social media, so I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today, and I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. 
Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. 